Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. I'm Brendan, and I'm the pastor of Victory Point, and I'm here with Ruben Rivera, who is a person. <laughs> Since the beginning, I'm What's your invo- how, conception. I'm a how, person. <laughs> how long have you been going to Victory Point? I've been here for five years already, I think. Hey, that, me too. Well, wait, just hold on. 2015. May 2015. Okay, yeah. Four years, yeah. You came so almost five years. Yeah, okay. Yes. Very cool. So uh, Ruben and I are going to read the scriptures for today. Today's scripture is going to be from Genesis 12, verses 1 through 4. And uh, Ruben's going to read it, and then we'll share some reflections that we have on it. Hopefully we'll get to share some takeaways too. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay, it says, um, Now the Lord said to Abraham, do you pronounce it like that? Abram? Abram. Abram. Yep. Okay, yep. Abram. Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation I and I will bless you and I make your name great so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and the one who curse, curse you, curses you I will curse, and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So Abram went as the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. So what were you saying about this passage earlier before we pressed record? It said it's not for us. Well, like if you want to, to take it like literally... Uh, I guess anyone would be just um, glad to take the spot of Abraham. It's okay, Lord, bless me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Make a big nation out of me. But I don't think it's like applied directly if you want to read it that way. I think God is making a, a promise to Abraham or Abraham in this case. And you can see that like the same promise like three times, like uh, something like that. Three, I guess, three times in the book of Genesis. But he's talking about Jesus actually there. But I see like God is just giving him the promise, but he doesn't like clarify like the whole thing. Mm-hmm. He just say, "Trust me." Yep. And I think that's the key message here. Like, yes. And I think what we'll see through the whole this whole week of scriptures, because we have the Bible reading plan uh, seems a little bit random at first, because you're like, okay, I'm getting an Old Testament passage, now I'm in a Psalm, and now I'm in the New Testament. Where where are we here? But as we read through it, you see there's really consistent themes throughout, and one of the themes for this week is trust, trust in God, trust and belief being trust. Mm-hmm. You know, we think of belief as something you know, a position you have on an issue, something like that. But here, when it talks about, um, or not here, but later in the week when we talk about 
Abram as somebody who exemplifies belief. It's that trust, and it's exactly mm-hmm. what you're talking about, that God asks Abram to go without telling him where he's going. Um, he, he asks Abram to be willing to bless others without telling him how he's going to be blessed. Right. Um, so there's a lot of unknowns that Abram is experiencing. Uh, he doesn't know what's going to happen, but he's willing to stake his claim on God's word and um, and walk forward, even though he's into the unknown. Right. And um, and as you read the, the story of Abraham, you see that he didn't do it like perfectly. That's what mm-hmm. I like from the Bible that really showed the people like how they were. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like you see here, immediately like the disobedience of Abraham, God said to him, go from your uh to the land I will show you, like by yourself. He didn't tell him bring someone from uh, with you. And right here, in the verse, in the verse number four, it says Lot went with him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Immediately he was disobeying there. Hmm. But um, God is so gracious, and He take us in this process mm-hmm. after He's given us like the promise. Yeah, and there's a couple areas where Abram feels like he has to innovate some mm-hmm. things, like when God promises him he's going to have lots of children, and his wife is infertile. Right. Okay, uh, what do I do? And his wife is saying, "You can sleep with Hagar and have a child with Hagar." And then, and and Abram is so correctable. You know, I won't say he's a pushover, but he's so correctable where he does something and then God says, mm, don't do that, do this. He's like, okay. And then he does it. And then God says, okay, now do this. He's like, okay. He always He's kind of like a yes person to God. Mm-hmm. So he's always just saying, all right, sure, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. And I like that about Abram. Yeah. He's so flexible and adaptable. Yes. But it could be a really cool, um, like very good thing. But sometimes it's really dangerous, like because it makes you to do stuff that you shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. So um, the grace is big. The there, grace too. is is there, and I think it's just the the glory of God there, like uh, His grace in us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that imperative to go, to go with. It reminds me of Jesus's words. Um, you know, to say, like, if you want to follow me, you have to be able to hate your mother and father. Mm-hmm. Um, or you have to be able to leave your fields and your family and your house and all your possessions. You have to be willing to leave those things behind in order to follow me. And that's exactly what Abram does. He leaves, I mean, he doesn't leave his family. His family ends up going with him. Mm-hmm. But he leaves everything else that he knows. Yes. I mean, um, he leaves it all behind. His his land, his his history, his um, his people. He leaves them behind to go into the unknown. And, um, and it reminds me of the followers of Jesus who are called to do the same. So I think we're, in that sense, the passage is for us um, in terms of being called to step out in faith. Maybe we're, we're not receiving this, the exact same promise Abram is that we're going to be fathers of a great nation like he is. And ultimately fulfilled in this is Jesus is um, the leader of a new family, family of God. Um, but we are called to step out into things that are unknown, to leave things that are um, familiar, things that are mm-hmm. comfortable to us 
to be willing to be flexible and to go forward in faith, trusting God for him to reveal it as we go. Right. And I think one thing that I really appreciate here from this scripture is that if you start like reading commentaries about this uh, chapter, um, many scholars would say that this this wasn't a vision or, 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 or a dream or an angel that came to Abraham and said this promise. Hmm. It says that they say that refers to God personally coming to him and telling him, hey, I'm just do what I do what I say mm-hmm. and trust me. I will bless you. And it just been reflecting in how God is so personal that He comes into our lives and see and He 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 commanded us to follow His word in, in trust. So personal. I that, that's yeah. one of the takeaways I, yeah. I have from this mm-hmm. scripture like so if I was to consolidate like a takeaway for this scripture passage for today, what I hear us kind of reflecting on is God will call us into unknown things, asking us to trust him and faithful people do it. Faithful people walk forward without knowing all the answers and trust him. So the question is, What is God calling me into today, regardless of whether I know what's going to happen? And ultimately, we don't know what's going to happen today, Mm -hmm. right? We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So everything is really unknown. But how can I trust God even when I don't know what's going to happen next? Right. And not just into the unknown, but if you want to take it like so practical, um, love your neighbor. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You can trust God that... That's a good thing. Yeah. That, um, the things he's already called us into. Right. The, his, the commandments he's given us to love your neighbor, to love him. Go and preach the gospel. We can do that <laughs> trusting him that, that that's the right thing to do, even if we don't right. know what it looks like exactly or what yeah. the outcome is going to be. Right. I love that. All right. Sweet. Thanks, Ruben. All right. So tomorrow we're going to do Psalm 121. Great. Okay. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Mm